This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. So welcome to another exciting episode of the Ultimate Global Podcast. Um, and this time we are doing a very special series of episodes on personal growth and networking. Um, I know that personal growth and networking is something which everyone wants to know, irrespective of the profession that they are into, irrespective of uh, the era that they are living in or the age bracket that they are sitting on. Um, I think it's important for everyone in every industry. Um, we are talking about a very special topic today. It's it's on the power of reading 100 books. Um, so we are joined with a very, very special person, Mohit Rao from uh, Adelaide. Uh, he's a project support officer at the Office for Recreation, Sport and Racing um, in South Australia. Um, and uh, he's on a mission to read 100 books. Until now, he has already read 60 different books. Um, and I think this is something very really exciting. Um, so, Mohit, I'll pass it on to you. You know, give a brief introduction about yourself and uh, what is this mission that you are on to? Uh, number one, thank you so much, Saurabh. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure being here. I guess no one has ever um, like invited me on a pod- podcast so that I can speak about books. And I've always been really uh, enthusiastic about uh, talking about books in general. So this reading journey actually started in mid-2020 when I was actually in Melbourne uh, amidst all the lockdowns in Melbourne. And um, I actually moved from India to Australia to actually work in sport. Uh, I have a bachelor's in computer science. I worked for a couple of years, actually three years to be precise, uh, in the IT industry in India. And I moved here just to work in sport. And um, during COVID, the first thing that was cancelled was sport. And that was like, uh, I, I, was, I was really upset. I was really disappointed. I was really sad that uh, I had one dream and that, that dream also was tarnished because uh, of COVID. And to add to that, I also had to like work uh, as a cleaner because obviously uh, as an international student, you do have to like um, pay rent and you do have to manage your expenses. And at that time, there was only one job that was available that was cleaning rules. So I ended up working as a cleaner in school. Um, in a school in uh, Box Hill, which is in Melbourne. Uh, so every day I used to clean, I used to ask myself this question that uh, what if this happens again in the future? And when is going to, when is going to like, when the government is going to announce that um, sport has been restarted? And it was a very tough period at that time. Um, and I just saw this uh, random video on YouTube, uh, which mentioned that, are you doing these five things? If you're not doing these five things, then you're wasting your life. And it said that you need to like exercise, you need to meditate, you need to like be passionate about something, you need to uh, you need to read, and you also need to learn every day. So I was like, I think so. Uh, reading is something that I haven't been doing. I used to read a lot of comics um, when I was younger, but then that just stopped when I um, started doing engineering. I went to college. I was playing a lot of sports, so reading um, actually was totally sidetracked. But then uh, I was like, let's start reading. And I started by, I started uh, reading a book called Start With Why. And it was actually an amazing book. And luckily it was a book that I needed at that moment. Uh, Cause that book made me understand that 
irrespective of um, whatever the circumstances are of irrespective of whatever your circumstances are it is so important to have like a purpose in life you need to like and it is also uh, uh, you can think of the purpose your purpose as the road that you're traveling on and you can think of uh, your goal as the top of the mountain that is where you want to be and i guess in the end it's all about you know the journey and not about reaching the peak of the mountain because once you reach the peak of the mountain you're like what should i do now like you have no clue but if you have a purpose the road is like a never ending thing for you and that is how i started with started by and then i actually read a book called a uh, man search for meaning uh, it's written by an author called victor frankl and he is actually a holocaust survivor he spent uh, at least 5 years i guess in the concentration camps um uh, in poland and uh, he wrote a book called man search for meaning and that was an amazing book and even after surviving the holocaust and um, uh, even after you know um being tortured for like 5 years he came out and he wrote a book and he said that it's all okay it's not a problem and this is what i learned from it and here i was like uh, being so upset and sad about uh, not being able to work in sports so i was like if he is able to you know find um light at the end of the tunnel why shouldn't i <clears throat> and i read that book and that re- the the book had i loved a quote from that book which said that when you're no longer able to change your situation your challenge to change yourself and i think that the reading helped me change myself so much that uh, i just can't i have no words for it i have words for everything else but i don't have words for how reading changed my life so yeah that is how my reading journey began and it was it was it's like a it has been like a roller coaster of a journey because although i started off really well then once i landed a job it became pretty shaky and then again there were lockdowns in melbourne and that was like i guess like a, a like a virtual or a psychological slap to my face saying that don't do this again uh, this is life and i'm giving you another chance don't stop reading and i continued and that is why i continued reading and then i would say mid 2020 uh, i was like i should keep this continuous i need to read every day i need to read for at least 2 minutes because it is all about showing up it has never happened that you go to the gym for 2 minutes and you come back and you say that ah that's done i'm not going to be working out for more than 2 minutes it's all about showing up because if you show up you're going to be doing that at least for 20 to 30 minutes and that is how my reading uh, journey began and then i was like all our lives we are taught what to read and we are taught why to read but we never thought how to read and i guess the last time that i was ever taught to read was when i was 6 or 7 years old and that is what we call organic learners that is what that is because we are children and we learn so fast that is why everything is so organic to us and then i did a reading course that lasted for 7 days and that is how i actually learned how to read faster how to comprehend better how to have more focus uh, with the books that you are reading yeah so that is in short my reading journey i oh, absolutely and i think uh, this is amazing the way you have put forward that you need consistency in everything um you know we talk about it in sales i'm in sales um i keep on talking about in sales every day that you know the more you cold call the more you send out emails every day um that's the consistency you build in any kind of process or habit um uh, as i think there is one of the book called atomic habits as well mm-hmm. um 
and we had a discussion with someone on atomic habits as well and he talked about this thing called that you need to set up processes uh you need to have consistency in what you do over a period of time without worrying about the results because if there is consistency in the good habits that you have developed over a period of time uh the result will be a beautiful byproduct for you uh so i really loved about that um and generally when i'm also doing my job in terms of sales i've tried to follow that but i think that's what you're doing in terms of reading books so that's incredible one of the things i would love to know from you mohit is uh, people might want to know what have been your top learnings or biggest learnings uh, after reading different kind of books uh, and maybe you can talk about what are those different kind of books that you have read till now in those 60 on 100 for sure that is that is actually a great question it's my favorite question and it is the most difficult question to answer because there are so many things that i've learned from books but i would say that uh, so ever since i started writing for myself i understood i just found a pattern as to what i was repeating again and again uh, and i understood that what i really loved was adding value to people's lives in general um be i love being like kind to people like the books that suggested be kind to people i really focused on those kind of books um the books that said that there was a book called there is a book called 12 rules for life by jordan peterson i just love that book because that book says that um say for example you have a pet dog or a pet cat or any pet you if you have any pet what do you do to the to your pet so usually people answer that oh we just love our pets they are so amazing they are so nice they are so cuddly and so he says that what about yourself do you love yourself as much as you love your pet and then people usually do not have an answer and that was like that was like a wake up call uh, to me is that we spend our lives we spend so much of our lives uh, doing self pity being sorry for ourselves that we never ever love ourselves so i think so that it is so important is to love yourself as much as you love your pet and uh, last but not the least i would say that uh, another thing that we keep doing all our lives is that we compare ourselves to someone else say for example i'm right now on this podcast i tell uh, after this podcast i go back and i tell myself that oh my god sorob is so successful he's got a podcast uh i i do not have a podcast so that means that i'm a failure like i don't know what i'm going to be doing with my life i don't know what to do with my life so what we do is that we just take one aspect of someone else's life and then we compare that to ourselves to our life and we say that oh my life is not as good as uh, the other person's life but uh, i had i had a mentor who told me that if you if you want to like compare one aspect of someone else's life why don't you take their whole life and compare that so as soon as you do that you would say that oh give me back my problems my problems are much better than the other person's problems so i would say that add value to people's life be kind to people love yourself and do not compare yourself with other people these are the four le- four of my favorite lessons and i've been reading a book called the power of now and um, i also read this book called the uh, alchemist one of my favorite things is that i if i'm if i'm reading a book I try to combine that with another book that I've read in the past and I create a sort of this Venn diagram in my head and I've learned from these two books that it is so important to live in the now for example to live in the present to live in the now so for example I knew that I had this podcast so last night before I was going to sleep and today morning when I was trying to work I was like what are the questions Saurabh is going to ask me uh, what am I going to answer how am I going to answer I spent my I spent an hour worrying as to what's going to happen and I know that and then I came back in the evening and I was like 
I'm such a fool. I just read this book like two days ago that it is so important to stay in the now. It is so important to stay present. And I'm doing exactly opposite or the uh, opposite to what the book stated. And uh, the book even said that uh, half our problems, sorry, not half, most of our problems arise because we find it so difficult to sit in our room, sit in a room alone with ourselves for even 10 minutes. And like we are always thinking about uh, we, we think about the present as being very unsatisfactory. We think of the present as not being a good place, but we always think that uh, I was enjoying or I was doing really well in the past. Or maybe when I was driving in the morning, I was like, oh, once I do this podcast, then I might be better for myself. We always think we always think that the future is better or the past was better. So I think so that we should stop identifying ourselves with the past and the future and just live in the present. Absolutely. I think one of the beautiful points that you just raised was that uh, don't compare yourself with others. Um, and I think this is one of the common mistakes that I assume everyone does, um, irrespective of your profession, your age, you might not accept it, but you might be doing something or the other by comparing yourself with others. And I think one of the best things that I've learned is, uh, you know, how can you become a better version of yourself every day? Uh, when you sleep, you know, try to look into yourself and see what can you improve in yourself? How can you become a better version of what you are today uh, and produce some better output? So I think that's something which I try to follow. So I just want to share that. Uh, but I would also want to ask you, uh, Mohit, is uh, people might want to know what are you trying to achieve out of reading all these books? Um, you have already touched based upon a bit of it. But would you like to elaborate on that part as to what are you trying to achieve uh, after you finish off reading 100 books? Sure, this is this is actually a very this is going to be like a very funny answer. Uh, I am those I'm one of those kind of people who just loves to go on uh, Google and find personality tests and just give them randomly because I want to know what my personality is. That's what I did before I read books uh, and I also do it now. So there's not much of a difference but giving these personality tests i did understand a few things about myself and writing uh, reading in general and writing about myself helped me to understand those patterns like i even mentioned uh, when you asked me my asked me your first question so like I, I love to find patterns about myself and then use it because i feel that we know so little about ourselves like if someone asks us a question that why do you do this or why do you do that we find it so difficult to answer so the the reason that the one thing I understood that is that I love history. I love learning about context. Like if there is anything like you said that uh, when you invited me to this podcast, the first thing I asked you is that uh, what will you be asking me? Are there any questions? Because I love I love having context. Uh, I would say that I love um, embracing change. I just love learning about people. Uh, number three would be uh, I just love responsibility. Because say for example. You tell me that uh, Mohit, I want you to do this X Y Z thing, so that automatically becomes like a psychological thing for me that uh, he's asked for help and I need to like deliver, irrespective of how well uh, I know you. I have to do it. Uh, then I feel that uh, I always uh, think of the future as a better place to be. I always envision the future uh, as a better place, and that is why I spend a lot of time overthinking about the future. And books like have really helped me to stay in the present. And last uh, but not the least would be that be a lifelong learner because personal growth is not a destination. It is a journey. 
because the more i read the more i understood that i do not know anything about the world i need to like keep reading i need to like keep learning absolutely and i think uh, you are building a habit as you touched based upon before as well when you are building a habit it's always a bit difficult but once you start doing it over a period of time it uh, starts becoming easier every day um and i think that's my next question for you as well when i'm trying to understand how do you build the reading habit uh, in general a lot of people um you know might say that it's not uh, what i'm used to doing or i can't fit that into my day to day uh, lifestyle but i think reading is a great way to kind of uh, uh, also manage your anxiety and stress because you're just trying to divert yourself from your day to day life um uh, trying to read about something else um and divert your mind uh, towards uh reading so how how do people build this habit mohit because you have been doing that for i don't know how long have you been doing that almost two and a half years now yeah yeah so any advice to people who might want to start building a reading habit for sure i can give out a couple of uh, advices uh and i guess as far as advice is concerned i would say that advice is like strictly subjective it can change from person to person and you mentioned a book called atomic habits that book has a great quote like when i buy my house buy a house in the future i'm going to like put it on the on a wall like a mural it says that you do not rise to the level of your goals you fall down to the level of your processes and i guess you did mention this uh, when uh, you did mention this earlier so it is like it is so important to have processes in place because once you have those processes in place uh, you will you will achieve your goal pretty easily and sometimes you might not even know that you achieved your goal because you were uh, so heavily focused on just the process in general so like uh, number one i would say is i would say is that schedule your time and make it very very specific like i know that when i get up in the morning 7 o'clock to 7:45 is my reading time but how do i set it up say for example uh, i do yoga from 6:30 to 7 a 6:30 am to 7 am so and i know that yoga is easy for me and this is just an example yoga is really easy for me but reading is really tough i find it very difficult and so what i do is that you can use a sandwich method and make it very specific uh, put this in your calendar or write it down on the wall like make it very very specific that after i do yoga from 6:30 am to 7 am i will start reading from 7 am to 7:45 am and then from 7:45 am to 8:15 am i will write when you make it very specific you give and if say for example reading is not your strength and you want to do it so try to sandwich it between two good habits that you already have so it becomes very very easy and one more thing um i guess uh, i would like to say is that use a visual pacer so usually what happens is that when we look at a book when we open a book in front of ourselves it's like there are so many words out there that we easily lose our focus because in front of our peri in uh, whatever we see like there's really big peripheral in front of us so we our eyes do not know where to focus but then because of hand eye coordination evolution biology and how our brain works if you if you like literally point to if you point to any spot on the book that is where your eyes will focus and then you can read better a lot of uh, and number 3 would be that uh, many people listen to music while they are reading but not to metal or rock music it needs to be like instrumental uh, or classical 
uh, or Bach music, which is B-A-C-H. I think so something that uh, that is around 60 beats per minute. And um, that, that really helps you focus because sometimes what happens is that although you're reading, so say, for example, I was reading in the morning again, I would say that I was reading and I was like, oh, I have this podcast in the evening. What should I do? Uh, then my mind goes over there. It just jumps to that place. And I, although I have the book in my hand, it is like I'm thinking about something else. So the music allows me to like come back over there. And you can also have like a distraction journal. So I usually use a distraction journal. So say, for example, I start thinking about the podcast. So then I write it, I start writing down in my distraction journal that, oh, this is what I'm thinking. This is what uh, I'm doing and I shouldn't be doing this or I should be doing that. And I just leave it as is. So as soon as you put pen on paper, those thoughts are now on paper and it's out of your head because our head, our head is like a hard disk, a hard disk that, you know, uh, never depletes. You can just keep adding information. You can keep thinking about stuff that's never going to happen and let your imagination run wild. So these are the four methods that probably people can use to, you know, read better. Oh, wonderful. I think uh, these are really useful tips. Uh, a lot of the times we are just focused on listening to the music more rather than reading. And I think this is the same stuff when, um, you know, we used to prepare for the exams, uh, you know, back in India. Uh, people used to say you can listen to music and prepare for the exams. I was not the person who would do that. I would either listen to the music or prepare for the exams. Doing both the things together means that I'm not focusing on either of them. So I think that's a really good point that you have uh, mentioned. One last question before I leave you for today is uh, any specific books out of those 60 that you would be recommending to the people? Any specific book names that you want to tell that people should definitely read? Again, book recommendations are like very subjective because uh, I'll give you an example. Like when I read my first two, three books, I was like, these books are so amazing. I need to tell people. It's like it's like you telling me that uh, Mohit, stop working in sport. It doesn't make any sense. Sales is the best. You should start working from you should start working in sales from tomorrow. It's the best thing. And what happens when you try to like what happens when in sales when you try to oversell? People get scared and they run away. Right. That is what happens. Like you know that it is the right thing for me, and maybe it might be the right thing for my friend or some other some other person. And we try to force it on them and it never works. So what, what people can do is that, so usually what I've start, what I used to do is that if I like, if I've read that this book is popular or this book is going to help me, uh, I would just Google the book name and Google usually gives you like a preview of the book. It just gives you like a, a, a snapshot of the book, like 14 or 15 pages in the beginning of the book. So just read, uh, try to see if that fits what you currently require. And since English isn't a, a language that I'm native to, uh, I did not I did not want to start with a book that's very difficult to comprehend. The vocabulary is very difficult to uh, understand. So I just went for a very simple book. So I, I it was just coincidence that I opened Start with Why, and it was pretty simple to understand. And he talks about uh, the company Apple a lot. So I really liked uh, that book in general. Um, so I would say that my favorite book is 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Uh, I would say that because that is one book that when I read it for the first time, it was so good. I loved it, but I did not understand anything <laughs> because the vocabulary was so high level. It was so advanced. I couldn't comprehend anything. So I listened to his podcast. I saw his videos on YouTube 
and then i was like oh i'm beginning to understand what's happening and when i read the book the second time i i was actually able to grasp so many things and i was i literally applied so many things to my life and it's really worked so that is one book that i really like and if you want to start out start out with books that are 8200 pages like really small books like there's a book called tuesdays with mori there's a book called who moved my cheese there's an amazing book called go giver it has like five laws you can read that and then uh, then i started i also started reading fiction when i understood that when i was reading non fiction my thinking was very hardcore it always used to talk about logic rationality do this do that it used to be very hardcore which later on i realized that you need to also use your imagination and creativity so i i went i started reading fiction and in fiction my favorite uh, category is murder mystery so i really love reading that uh, i would say that uh, if you if you're reading fiction i would say my top 3 books would be kaitrana uh, four winds by christian hanna and it ends with us that has been like the best seller for the past 2 years i guess um and as far as non fiction is concerned my top 3 books would be for this year my favorite book is the almanac of naval ravikant uh, by eric jorgensen that's that's also in my top 3 second would be 12 rules for life uh, by jordan peterson and i would say a uh, number 3 would be think and grow rich by uh, napoleon hill and i guess i always tell people that just feel free to you know message me and ask me for book recommendations i'm more than happy to help and although it is very very subjective and you might hate me after the recommendation uh, i would still like to you know give it a go ah of course i think those are really good recommendations mohit um um i also see that you are posting a lot of different stuff on linkedin um i think that's a good way for you to build your personal brand through the through the things that you are doing i think that's a wonderful way that you are kind of nurturing yourself on linkedin as well where you are trying to showcase to your network what you are doing how has been your linkedin experience so far um while you have started posting about reading books to your audience uh it has been really good like i i actually started writing on linkedin with no expectation because last year i, I was going to start doing this last year but then i got scared that people might judge me and i stopped i, I didn't go ahead with it but then uh, i started writing about myself uh, i've been writing about myself for the past one year and i was like i have so much content over here why not just share it with the world because i guess everyone uh, has a unique story and if you keep sharing stuff say for example you if i've shared 50 posts up till now there might be like one post that have that might have like resonated really well with you and you and i guess the reason we both are talking here today is that maybe you liked a post of mine or you commented on a post or you read a post and you applied it to your life and you like it worked out for you so that is why i started writing on linkedin and i actually read this year i've read uh, two to three books on creativity and imagination and most of the authors just say one thing write it and put it out there for the world to judge treat it like it's like a treat it like your child who is 18 year old now is an 18 year old now just let them be live it as is and don't identify yourself with the posts that you're putting out just leave it thank you so much mohit i really appreciate that and i also appreciate you taking part uh, in this podcast episode um, i have definitely invited a lot of uh, podcast speakers in the last one year as i already told you that i have invited around 70 different speakers from 13 different countries 
in this podcast and i've been interviewing a lot of people so quite similar to you i have been doing a slightly different thing you're you're on a mission to read 100 books i'm on a mission to invite 500 different speakers on this podcast um and i have met so many different kinds of people and i think it it has been really great to uh talk to you and learn something new from you in terms of what you are doing so kudos to you uh and uh, may more may may you have more power to do that in the coming days and uh, i will be definitely recommending anyone who wants to know different kind of books to mohit from adelaide um and that's it for for this podcast and i hope to see you again um, maybe in person oh that is that is uh, so good thank you for your kind words thank you for inviting me uh, on this podcast and thank you for making me a part of your uh, meeting 100 people journey thank you so much thank you so much this is an ultimate global podcast hello and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs you're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney 